Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome to this week's bi-weekly edition of the Marketing Money Podcast. Bi-weekly? I don't buy ever. Mm. This is your Marketing Money Podcast with John Oxford and Josh Mabus. You forgot my name there for a second. No, I didn't. But if I did, it would have been embarrassing. Mm -hmm. So we're living through the... uh, New explosion of the COVID virus. We yep. got we got away with our last couple podcasts with really we didn't talk about any of this, mm. but dating us. It's not it, evergreen it, content. Yeah, now. it's that's fine though because I don't. I think it's going to be a topic that goes down in the history books. <laughs> I think so. people look back and talk about what happened at the turn of the decade. Yeah, I don't how, know, you feel, how you feel about living through history? It's better than dying through it. Mm. Mm. No, it, it's interesting. I mean. I thought we were kind of seeing the other side at the start of June, and then uh, everything kind of bounced back into uh, into whatever we're in now. So it's mask up and wash your hands and try to stay close to your house and your job and don't take any extra, extra risk, as we say. Banks are lobbying. Closed unless it's Some. an appointment drive through. I, I don't know. There are other areas, but yeah, but most of our footprint. No. When I say and I and I loathe footprint because no one knows that means exactly. But yeah, it's the print your foot makes. Yeah, and we're not a shoe company, nor are we a foot. We're a bank. Mm. So our banking franchise is <laughs> where they're located. Are almost all. I think most people almost don't know know what a footprint in this context is. The listeners. Do they though? The listeners of this podcast, yeah, that's the vernacular. What about paw prints? Uh no animals allowed. Bear State used to have paw prints. Oh yeah, and then they smashed that brand into a thousand pieces. No, they didn't. It became part of another stronger, strong brand. But that brand, as a brand, was smashed into a thousand pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes, it no longer exists. So you're just gonna uh huh and sit there. You're gonna actually inter- well and get involved. I'm I'm actually a little um. I'm I'm in sort of a mood. I looked at our numbers and our best podcast. I think one of our best, most valuable podcasts ever had low listening numbers. It seems like when we mail it in, people just eat it up. So I'm well. Let's mail one in today. That's what I plan to do. Yeah. So if you get excited, do a little homework, take notes, do some research, talk to peers about what they want to hear, and then you go in and do it. No one listens, but you just show up. And start blathering on about something, and it's like the most well received podcast in the history of bank marketing. Is that what you're saying? Something like that. I got you. Can you can you feel the postage? I I mean I don't even think you mailed it in. I think you emailed it in. That's more relevant to some. Exactly. We need to start saying that. He just emailed it in. Didn't take any. Didn't even take the effort to get it. So I had to mail a letter for my daughter today, and I almost had to think through how to do it. I know that's it's pure, oh, you, you know what you know what really mess you up. What's that? Mail somebody a check. Remember how to write a check. My daughter has 
a fr- many friends, but one of our friends they think is funny to to send mail back to you because it's so like I get a piece of mail and you've talked about this before in direct mail how the younger generation loves it because they don't get a lot of junk. It's not yeah. the experience isn't ruined for them yet like it is for us with eight hundred pieces of mail. And well, and just are, future generations. I mean, they aren't ha- getting they don't get mail yet, and half of it's bills. So like people mm-hmm. are aged like whatever. But so she and a buddy. Like to just send random letters back to each other. Yeah. And, and anyway, she Called was like, "Pen pals." Yeah. Well, yeah. And so anyway, she was like, "Why are you mailing it though?" Because part of the thing is teaching people how to do mail. Well, she did. She put it in our mailbox, and it happened to be Sunday, mm. so it didn't get mailed. And then Monday, I was like, "You know what? I'll just go ahead and take that to work for you because the arm is broken on her mailbox." And uh. she was wondering if it. And I was like, "I really just didn't want to fix the mailbox." So I was like, "I'll take care of that for you." Mm. So, but now I have to fix the mailbox too. But anyway. Double so dip. The arm's broken on it. So anyway, moral of the story is I had to get it and go, well, what, where do I get a stamp? How much is a stamp? Well, so she put it in the mailbox without mail a stamp on it? I think she, it actually did have a stamp. I didn't look at it, though. I just grabbed uh, it. And then I was like, what? And I saw it. And then I was like, then. This is the worst podcast ever. It's I didn't know what to do. I was like, okay, I'll just go mail it. I, I'm bored doing the podcast. You're the one on it. I know. I'm just kind of hosting until you say something. Okay. So what are we talking about? What's our topic? I think a relevant topic today would be what to do with your marketing spend now. And not one of these like, here's what to expect in the future due to COVID. Here's what's going to happen. Branches. People are transferring to digital only. You know, I'm pretty done with the pundits. I was already done with them. Yeah. There's some people just really showing their stupidity out there, making prognostications and predictions. Oh, yeah. I'm not prognosticate as much as I'm just looking at the data and yeah. saying there's been a big jump to digital. Consumer banking, uh, commercial banking's big on relationship now because mm-hmm. of the triple P. Like, I well, that's all. I mean, that's stuff we've determined are, by This is looking. logic. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's observational. It's not like... These bomb throws like, AI will change the way everything works. If I get another one of those emails, of uh, course it will. If you can, if we can, actually if you can do it, it right, yeah. At intelligence, sure. Yeah. But that's the problem. Most of it is automated idiots not automated <laughs> intelligence yeah. we're getting into the fall i guess soon it's still summer but we're gonna move into then budget preparatory season and i guess my thought is where should you be looking to spend your money and i know you're an agency so obviously an agency? it would behoove you to say something yeah like that how convenient but beyond that discussion which i didn't even tell you we were going to talk about this so you're not being convenient because you didn't know Marketers have to start to decide where their spend are, and spend goes, spending goes, and many of us, including my bank, you know, a lot of us pull back the reins because with no events to spend on, with sports more or less shut down for three months, with, uh, you know, you're not sponsoring, I guess some could be, but golf tournaments and handshaking community events. Like, when you come up with some sport that is very COVID-friendly, like a while back we had this idea. To pong. Make, pong. To make uh, that's actually esports is all Madden. we're seeing. Like yeah. NASCAR, like the the car races for a while were virtual or something. Oh yeah, um, simulator racing. We we're going to do um, paper rock scissors tournaments. You could do that via Zoom. You could, maybe that would be so boring. That'd be more boring than this podcast. But anyway, I'll participate today. If you're just going to okay. not participate, I'm so. participating. I'm I am present, looking forward and not prognosticating, but deciding where the spin would be effective to me i'll hurt feelings if you listen to this send us an email if it hurts your feelings but, to, but an email. and some of this stuff is uh 
pretty Captain Obvious material, but like print is out. Like it is out. It is out out. You've you've been wanting, you've but been, now it's like really out. You think? Yes, I think print is just so done. Uh, For what? What do you mean? Newspaper, magazine? newspapers, especially done right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not only is the digital banking been moved by consumers due to COVID, but pe- newspapers. I, I see them stack up in people's yards as I drive around. Like they're and a lot of my friends are texting. I'm discontinued. I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I think. That was a big plus. Here's another weird thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the cable cutting has been, and it's not cable cutting, it's cable shifting. No one actually cuts. They just move yeah, to another you, way of you, getting it. Yeah, like us. I mean, we went from, we're going to save so much money. We're going to save $150 from our Comcast bill by doing $50 for Hulu and $29 for this and $19 for this. And look, we're now we're at 200 again. Yeah. and, and But I do think my little uh, interview of one when we closed out our, our current our, our now former cable company and moved to YouTube TV. Uh, when I went to turn in the box, they were like, man, you don't, you have no idea how many people have been coming in here. Because I think a lot of people went home mm-hmm. March, April, whatever, and they sat down and they were stuck at home and they were a lot there's more time. Nothing to own this there's thing. nothing to watch and they've kept it for sports or mm-hmm. they've kept it for one thing yeah, that they never canceled sports. it. And they're looking through there and there's 150 stations and there's nothing they really want to watch unless there's one specific show. And then you can buy it or get it on a Hulu or a, a YouTube or something else. So mm-hmm. they were like, why am I spending $150 a month for something I never watch when there's the thing, the one thing I watch isn't on right now. Like the Masters was postponed, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. I sat there and I kind of did a little cheat note, and I said, you know what? I don't watch any of this stuff, and my kids are big Netflix, Disney+. Plus. And I said, well, we can we can get rid of this right now. And mm-hmm. we did. And I probably said, to your point, though, adding all those, and I probably— well, By the time you still pay for the internet— I probably saved 25 bucks a month. I mean, which is great, but I didn't like my provider, so it kind of gave me a little bit of— uh, well, self all... self importance and self happiness to fire them. Well, I think it's a it's a you know whatever a byproduct of our nature that now it's just on demand. Like I mean, other than than again live sports or you know a live event, it just plays into what we want. Now, like I said, we've got I don't know ten providers probably, yeah. and I mean, and it's all spread. Like our HBO is now inside our Hulu, which I still don't even know how or why that happens. But now HBO Max is coming out. I mean, I, what's the difference in Max and regular HBO? I don't. I mean, I seriously don't know. Because I've got HBO Max, but the only reason I got Dude. it because, well, I wanted to catch up on a few shows, and it was free for like the first yeah. period, and so I was like, well, I'll just go ahead and do this. And then I was like, what's the difference? It may be limited to not the full I don't know, amount. But, uh, HBO. Sorry, HBO, because I know you're whatever people listen. It's like I've had HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO, like it had for for a pretty much one trick pony network. As yeah. far as like it HBO, was HBO was just always the cable network or the satellite network that didn't have commercials. Well, that but that the new movies came. It was like the elite. Yeah. Like Showtime was like almost HBO, and Cinemax was like VH1 compared to MTV. <laughs> Yeah, it was the older shows. Yeah, and and then naughty things that, you know, that, but then, that's But then HBO for. got into original programming. Yeah. And those were good, and or some of them were. And well, I mean, there were even, like, they had shows. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, there were a couple, like, well, um, Arliss, and, um, which was actually pretty good. Larry Sanders Show, some of those. Dream On. Yeah, they, they did. But anyway, point being is... That's a, a micro example of change that has happened. And 
as an advertiser, if you're not looking at how that shifted and maybe my money's going to pre-roll or going to streaming versus traditional cable when you know that the companies that sell that are now losing subscribers and the sports isn't there. So how, what mechanism are you delivering a brand message, a mass brand message versus what you just did three months ago? But the only caveat I'll give is that's mine and your behavior. And you and I are in... Well, it's not necessarily mine because when I went in, I asked. And like yeah. I said, I've never seen so many people bringing cable right. boxes back. Now, part of it could be their income was gone. Yeah, so some of it's income. But my point is that that's a reason to look elsewhere to at least look at the numbers. But I think I've made this joke before about print. There was a newspaper I called couple of years ago, three years ago now, our staff called and it was like, well, well, how much is a column inch or whatever? And they're like, what do you give us? <laughs> and I don't think that the major cable companies have shifted yet. I mean, it's kind of like, look, I'm sorry if you sell radio, your husband or wife sells radio, but every time you talk to a radio rep, they're like, there's never been a better time to buy radio. Well, let me tell you this. I drove to pick up lunch today. And I rarely listen to the radio. I usually plug my phone in or do Bluetooth, and I'm just listening to something streaming, Apple or and I'm talking Pandora about terrestrial, yeah, traditional radio. Traditional radio. For some, I, I don't know, maybe my phone's in my pocket. Whatever the excuse was, I just punched the radio button. Mm-hmm. The old radio camp. It was kind of like mail. I was like, well, what? What do I listen to? So You've got radio. Never listen to the radio. So I hit the scan button. Stopped on some station. I don't know. And, and I and I heard. I was like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this because I'm just short drive. Three bank ads. Three. Bank ads. Well, that's on because, my lunch. Hold on, that's because the the I, I know you. I know the I know what you were on is because a board member of the bank owns the radio station. It wasn't their bank. Ah, oh. well, because I do know that too. I know that connection. It, I don't even know if it was that radio station or not. I wasn't that uh, present in what I was listening to. Three different bank ads. You think that's a good buy? No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Well, it was interesting because the ad was talking about digital banking and how you can do all your banking anywhere you want, anytime, with such and such. It was it was the same old, worn-out message that we were talking about digital banking probably in 2010. Except for it was analog, delivered analog, and you can't do it on the phone, I mean, while you're driving. Well, it, it was... The, the point I'm trying to make, though, is with cable and things like that, because those um, networks do control some OTT placements and things like that, it may be a good time to buy based on price. Look at the numbers. The numbers don't always uh, follow your behavior. There's a really weird thing that, that you know, it, it always surprised me joking about radio, which, you know, trusting the numbers or whatever, but how many people actually do listen to terrestrial radio still? I mean, it's, it's sort of weirdly ridiculous. Now, farmers and things like that, I mean, just so you know, if you live in a Midwest-type, big thousands of acre operation-type farms... A lot of people still listen to the radio. They're in a combine or some sort of tractor, you know, uh, farming huge acreage, and they still do listen to terrestrial radio because of, because farm reports happen regularly, and it's like us checking Bitcoin three years ago. We're just always hitting refresh. Well, I wish I had the article to source where I read this today because on the last podcast we talked about where you get knowledge. I don't remember, but there was some article – that I read. I don't know where I get it. I don't remember where it I read this. Shows up in my head. But it said that the it was some deep dive survey that someone had just done talking about moving money. Maybe it was I don't know some research company. But anyway, it said that a person holds their first maybe it was just their individual checking account for an average of sixteen years. And I thought that's really interesting because if someone holds a checking account for sixteen years on average, and I thought it was shorter. I thought it was three or four years, but it's sixteen years. And if someone has a checking account for 16 years, how are you going to move them? 
that that's my question to it. It's how do you move a personal checking? Because all the ads, like today, the three ads I heard on the radio, just of relevance, were all about digital banking. You can sign up o- online at home. Don't have to go in. I mean, they were somewhat relative to the t- to the time we're in. Mm. You know, you can sign up at home, check out digital banking, bank anywhere, anytime with our banking. You can deposit your checks. Bank, and, bank, bank, bank. Yeah, bank, 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 talk, whatever. It, to me, it was just la, 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 la. It, wasn't, mm. it didn't mean anything, but maybe to a consumer it would. Who's going to move? I was trying to figure out, like, who's going to move because of that? Now, if there's some tricks you've got on there, you know, if you give them a discount, if you know, we can go through all the the values of a checking account. You might move, like, my bank doesn't give me X, doesn't give me A, this bank does. That's the reason to move. But this was just, all three messages were just running. It, I don't even remember which bank. I, I do remember which banks because I, I pay attention as a marketer. I'm not going to say them over the podcast, but they were the same ads, more or less. You could have just traded out the name for each one. And I guess my question is, I don't even know, it's just like, what, I don't know, maybe the bankers just thought they'd accomplish something by just putting together an ad that just said, we're a bank. I don't know what the... Well, I think that's generally what these are, that I think it's a relatively inefficient practice, especially depending, uh, segmenting one medium and doing this. We've talked about brand here before, which I highly recommend. Kind of feel bad, like I said, about putting it out because it's so good that now people that don't pay me can do good advertising, but that's what podcasts are all about. But this, like, set it and forget it, just blanket advertising, um, there's a bit of advice I really want to give, but I'm saving it for others that pay you. Yeah, I'm just, it's it's so, I'll say this, doing an ad that just says, of all the banks there are, we're one of them, and does not take into account that people, the only time somebody's going to leave is when they're mad at another bank, but just like. or Mostly, or you give them a value that's way better than what they have. A few things to think about in the marketing world with your budget as we return to the bad times, because the good times aren't here yet. Uh, you know, We can talk digital and marketing automation until the sun goes down or comes up, whichever one you prefer. But uh, I do think automation is it's time for that if you're not doing it. It really is, because you've got a, an audience staring at their phone eight, nine hours a day. You can look at these statistics that we've quoted over and over again from this old LA Times article and all that stuff about eight hours of streaming, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got opportunities with pre-roll OTT, uh, geofencing, banner ads that's part of that because that's a tactic. Uh, that's all digital. That's not automation, though. But it's a little bit of... Well, digital automation is is delivered through digital for the most mm-hmm. part. And so I'm crossing that up. Uh, every, I think a lot of people think automation is just email. It's not. It's a lot no, more than that. Uh, tagging links, tracking, it can have whatever in it but my point being to all that is that to me is where you should be looking because that's where the eyes are right now i mean you saw this nba and, and mlb uh which you would think that would have a massive audience not even a million people are watching those games at night but here's but here's the problem there's a couple issues with that um the comparison though was like the celebrity golf tournament with um was it Justin Timberlake that was in it? I can't remember who was in the... No, it was Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Tiger, and Phil. Yeah, okay. Had six million people watch it. Yeah, so you know what the difference was between NBA, MLB, and that? Better advertising. True. I, I mean, NBA, the only place I've heard about NBA right now... Well, they've been social justice warring, which is a good thing. But, I mean, that's just that's their thing but the, right But now. that's what I was going to say. The only place I've heard about the NBA was my social feed, either for it or against it. Like the 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 political side or the human civil rights, side yeah, on both, or just the news app. 
like earn media. And that just goes to show you something. Sorry, PR practitioners, but sometimes advertising just works. The Phil, Tiger, Peyton, that, that was better and Tom Brady. Well, Tom they, Brady. It was better well, they advertising. They did a lot of interviews. They did a lot of and social it was stuff. Yeah, it was different. It wasn't, um, you know, hey, um, do, you, do you want a Coke or do you want a watered-down Coke? Well, MLB, NBA right now feels like a watered-down product, too. Yeah, it's the first time you watch it with the digital fans on the side, like being zoomed in and all that stuff. But it does feel weird. And so, to that point, <laughs> what are you watching? What am I watching? Yeah, what are you watching right now? Uh, Did you have you watched any of the games? I, yeah, I watched my my. See, I didn't even know there were digital fans in baseball until that they showed that clip. That guy like walking through the fans or whatever. All of mine are cardboard, like it. San Francisco Giants, it's um, cardboard fans. It's Well, NBA is – there's a big jumbotron screen on the yeah. sides, and they have fake NHL's fans. NHL's doing some funny stuff in their bubble because it's like fans that attend at zero, like on the – It's weird. I don't think it came back the way people thought it would because I, I think everybody a lot, just assumed, like, if they put up – That's what I'm saying. A lot of people, sales folks, be calling me and be like, man, you've got to advertise during this NBA game. Everybody's everybody, going to There's nothing else to watch, nothing else to do. And I'm like, no one's really – they had barely had a million people watch the Lakers the other night in a country of what three hundred thirty million people. Yeah, a million people watched it. According well, we to the watched ratings. a live music thing that was um, half a million people watched it. I mean, that was not mainstream I, at all. I just think things are oh they're weird around. Yeah, John, right? That's not obvious. But it's just like a lot of the stuff that, to your point at the beginning, the prognosticators are saying when sports comes back, they no. have this. I just think people are like, I kind of well, found now, that I had a life without it, and now I'm like. Dad, really? I, th- I mean, it's- yes. What I'm watching? I mean, I'm I'm not watching. I'm doing. I'm using this time. I'm spending. I think people. I think maybe this is one of those weird inflection points where you know what's valuable to us comes back. So things. Like, I mean, we may have seen certain things like. I mean, there's this rise of creative class where they compare different times. I mean, we may be going back to like more family values sensibilities. Time with your family. Oh, wait till the fall. If we're still stuck at home and the neighborhood walks come back like that in the spring. Mm-hmm. I remember in the spring, we were meeting and seeing neighbors and bikes and going around the neighborhood, staying distance. But mm-hmm. you were seeing people doing stuff. And now it's super hot. We live in Mississippi. Obviously, it's 110 degrees every day with full humidity. But I, I bet in the next oh, yeah. month and a half when things cool down, it's going to be the same thing. People aren't sitting at home and the sun doesn't get out until 9. So you're walking around yeah, I mean, I'm, doing I'm, whatever outside. I mean, I, you know... Like we watched a movie last night with uh, the kids, but it's mealtime and activities and outside. I don't know. I mean, it's I'm not watching. It's it's boring though. There's what, what's I mean, you can't shoot stuff because you, you know I mean shooting schedules are, have just spun back up. Somebody had a you know remember um remember when we were kids watching Tiger King? That was like 20 years ago. Like. I mean, uh, everything just seems so extended right now. I, mean, I, I think we're just... I, well, and here's the thing we haven't talked about. Transcendentalism. Never, we will never talk about that because I don't even know what that is. But we, um, we haven't talked about the food issue of how many people are probably fixing food now versus just restaurant pickup or going to eat out so often. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more kitchen time, family uh, that's time. What I'm saying. It's going back to like 1950. And so the, the, the advertising shift, to put this back to our audience of two or three, I mean, you're listening today, has to shift to that. And that's why I'm talking automation, digital, 
Talk set-top cable. I, I'm not discounting cable. I'm just saying it's, or at least the sports part where we have people saying, it's going to be the biggest audiences ever for the NBA playing games. And I'm like, no, it's really not. Yeah. To your point, you, a lot of controversy on, with certain audiences. But what, everything's politicized right That's what now. I'm saying. That's I mean, what I was getting to is like, I think it only, I think it helps the message and the calls, whichever side you're on, because you feel like you have your own personal position. But I don't think it helps the sport. Or you're just, I mean, I, I think, don't think it helps the sport, though. I mean, I hate to say this. I think you're either a winger, that you're either whatever the president says you're for or against, whatever, pick your side, or you're in the middle. And you just want to watch and, some and basketball. You're just sick of it. I just want to watch some basketball. Yeah. And then when you turn it on, you know, there, there's this sense of like, the, it's not even about the thing, you know, that, that you're, you're that turning you're trying on to, to watch. watch. Yeah. And that's what I was getting to is, I'm not taking obviously on a podcast. We're neutral. This is a bank marketing podcast, but but we got to talk about the relevancy. And of we're what's talking about being the communicating to the audience. That's my point. I'm turning on a sport to watch a sport. Now, this isn't some shut up and dribble thing. Like, look, have your position. Yeah. Big respect to you for having it. But when the thing becomes more about the politics of it and the imagery and telling me how I should think versus I don't want to think. I want to watch sports. But even non-politicized things are political. I mean. Whatever your opinion is, but mask wearing is political. Like whether or not to wear a mask, nothing even really has to have a stand. Well, I mean, now whatever you do when the anthem is played is political. If you stand, it's political. If you kneel, it's political. Yeah. I just like do the anthem and let's play some ball, man. We like I just want to watch some sports. And again, not having an opinion, but just there's and I'm sure people will get mad at me for saying that. You know, like but but it's just where. There are a lot of there's a lot of things in the world that need to change. I absolutely agree with that. But there's a point in time where um, I think the populace is looking for a rest and a respite. It, 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 no matter no matter how what your cause may be, you have to rest at some point from it. And I think that's really I think right now we're in a I don't think we're in political fatigue because people are. Again, if we're in political fatigue, we would stop politicizing stuff. But it's but it almost happened a couple years ago because you know we always talk about this. We judge the Super Bowl because Super Bowl kind of sets the advertorial advertising whatever the word is tone for the year. Mm-hmm. It really does because it's the most researched ads, the most money spent, the creative. Remember three years ago. Every commercial was political. We talked even the about fact it. where SNL clowned on it with their Cheetos thing. If you haven't seen the SNL Cheetos, hilarious. go watch. It's it. Hilarious. Look, look up the Cheetos ad. But everything was political. I mean, if it was a whatever, and then kind of the next year they went celebrity pop, and everything was like it swung. It way. swung back, and there was no calls marketing. It was all just like the but product. It's because their research trailed the sentiment. Yeah, and they and they put the most research into those ads, and, and so. Um, this year was kind of a split. There were a couple, but I, I remember most of them were still trying to be funny, like the Doritos ads and all that. So they were funny. I don't remember a single one. What's his name with the mustache and the Old Town Road song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of them, they were all right. But point of that is they got away, and I guarantee you if we st- the next Super Bowl is going to be filled with political and calls marketing. Yeah. I, well, that, it's, that's it's, my prognostication. Well, it's trailing, I mean, the last one, it's trailing a, um, an election year. And so it, it'll, it will be. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It's just I'm trying to think. I just I think it's the want to be back to normalcy, mm-hmm. and so you're politicizing what I want, what you as a consumer want to be normal, uh, which is just watching a sport and getting to check out of all the problems because that's what I thought sports and music to a sense. But I think that's why I like did a t- for you what, what like a Tiger King 
why it resonated so much and, quote, everybody was watching it is because it was just so outlandish. There was no way to, I mean, talk about he got, not non-political. I mean, that guy's yet he got, such a mixed bag of, <laughs> Everything. of, of beliefs and, and whatnot that you can't put him into a whatever, uh, a category. A cage? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That, again, it's just, I think there's a sense of respite. The other thing I would say that maybe is close to prognostication is not just political. Think, I just think that the populace is just weary now. There's um, just a lack of answers. You know, when are we going back? School, like school's going back in our state. We had when, one of the, people are just, the anxiety is all-time high right now. I feel like it is. Yeah. I mean, people I talk to. I but mean, the whole thing that we said, like, man, people are captive audience there at home is starting to, I think, again, I think you're seeing more hobbies. And you're talking about even cooking. Like, what kind of, like, just explosion in, like, people trying recipes and, and all of that? Like, according to my social media, everybody's an amateur chef right now. Well, that, yeah. And they're also a uh, you know, trying to figure out if they're going to virtual teach, homeschool teach, send their kids to school. Yeah. yeah that, because we're at that age where both of us have kids that are school age, three mm-hmm. of them each. So, uh so you're seeing that, and I think that after that, people are like, I just want to turn on the TV, and then you're, the sports has been so politicized now. I think people are like, well, I'll just go stream Netflix and watch Dumb and Dumber. Or, or I'll go watch something that's just so just— Or do a different thing, or play do games. Or, yeah, or something. Yeah. To, because, so sports has been taken over by political messaging when we're tired of political messaging. Or not everyone, but some are, because that was their getaway. Mm-hmm. They've got to do a lot more at home because they're at home to keep themselves at least interested and, and involved in— life and just you know a reason worth living when the news media is just telling us everything's horrible i don't know that we've given other than just a discussion day very well, much to do it's true because when we did one that was good and gave a lot of tactical and advice no one listened to it so i guess we should do one that's just a ramble scrambled egg of discussion yeah and uh still the best bank marketing podcast yeah it is <laughs> so if you don't believe me just ask or just listen, but uh, but to that, I guess without advice thinking is you do. Re- that's what you're paid to do as a bank marketer and your agency is to think through the best delivery tactic for where we are today uh, in a world of anxiousness and politicism, where not being political is actually political now. Yeah, like the fact that we like that somebody's going to be upset about our assessment. How dare you? That's you should always be involved in the issues, and you're like, I just wanted to watch. A guy hit a golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like I just wanted to see someone swim a lap in a pool or kick a soccer ball. That's all I wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, or listen to some music, you know. But anyway, uh, but you're in that sea. You know, what position can your bank take? Our bank took some positions recently on some political issues. Yeah. We did. I mean, and so uh, it is what it is, and you're expected to. That being said, good luck figuring it out. I think that's why you get paid to do the job you do and why we get paid to do the jobs we do. Mm-hmm. So that being said, send us an email if you got uh, queries about it or problems with it. Yeah. Or not problems with it. If you're like, you're exactly right. We should just be able to go brain dead for two hours and watch something without having to think about why we're not doing something or why we are doing something. Like this podcast. Exactly. So this will help you. You can listen to it when you're trying to get to sleep, and it will help you go to sleep. Soothing Sounds of the Marketing Money Podcast by John Oxford and Josh Mapis. That's us.
and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.